Hello, this is your king from the underground speaking. Of course, from the Helios blog live from my underground bunker somewhere in the West. Today, we have Michaela Peterson in a Piers Morgan Uncensored interview. Let's see how this one goes. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. The daughter starting. Well, it's opened a lot of doors, I think, that wouldn't have been open to me. So that, that's one thing. Um, it's extremely dramatic. It's somewhat <laughs> stressful. There, like, ever since he went viral in, in 2017... Mm our lives have just been turned completely upside down. So, uh, like, I was reading an article earlier about how oh, Jordan gets on TV and cries about being famous. Mm. And I used to look at celebrities and think, oh, they're, if they're complaining about fame, what are they complaining about? You have money and opportunity, like, stop it. Mm. But the amount of stress that also comes with that, I think, is hard to understand unless you experience it. it had a huge impact on him, on your family, on you, everyone, right? Yeah, yeah, it's been wild, but... I can't complain about the opportunity. I mean, I've taken advantage of that as much as I can. Well, you become a big star yourself. You know, when I tell people I'm interviewing you, young people are like, oh, wow, that's great. You know, you've got nearly a million subscribers to your YouTube channel. You're doing these huge numbers on social media. What is it about you? It's not just because you're Jordan's daughter. There's something else. What is it you think that's really grabbing people's attention? Well, I'm, I, hope, I hope that I'm telling the truth. I don't really care what people think of me. Uh, and... I think my health story also influenced a lot of people because there's so many chronically ill people. And so I brought a lot of people into the personal aspect of that. And then I'm, I guess I'm a fairly disagreeable female, which I think is attractive to some people. <laughs> but I would so. find that quite agreeable. I'm polite. Uh, but, and it depends. We might agree on a lot of things. So that might be it. We probably agree with more than you think. Um, just for those who don't know your... Yeah, okay. So we just, uh, we just started with the self-aggrandizing. Oh, I'm such a great and wonderful person, you know, um, look at uh, my diet and, you know, uh, it's it's so cool and interesting and, yeah, okay. Like, anyway, I think that the diet thing is nonsense, but, you know, some people believe in, in this garbage, so, you know, <laughs> she's making money off it, I guess. Anyway, I digress. Let's continue. Your health story. Very quickly, tell me what happened. Uh, I had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis since I was two. I was diagnosed when I was seven, and then my health just went downhill. So I was depressed. I had chronic fatigue. My skin was a mess. Um, I was on like eight medications, and I couldn't function. I couldn't get out of bed. And uh, when I was 22, I decided the medical system wasn't helping me. I'd had my hip and ankle replaced. Like I'd, I'd had years of being on painkillers. Oh my lord, I didn't know that. Jeez. That's... Wow, that's kind of absurd. I had no idea she had a hip and ankle replaced. Those are going to be huge problems when, when she's older. Huge, huge medical problems. That's that's crazy. And this is from rheumatoid arthritis. So that's uh, inflammation of, of the joints, basically. Killers and things. And... Um... So I took it into my own hands, and that was when I was when I was 22 when I realized that if you have issues in your life, nobody other than you is going to fix them. Right. And I used to go to the medical. That actually is true. 
community because that's what I'd learned to get help and that wasn't working for me. So I nope. started to delve into diet. I went back to school for a biomedical degree, which I didn't end up finishing. Um, I did a couple of years of that. And what a surprise. Yeah, we already we already know that story. She she went and got that degree and then she got pregnant at 19. And so she had a, a hip and knee replacement at before the age of 19 when she got pregnant. Can you believe that, guys? That's that's actually quite a shame. She's going to have huge problems when she's when she's even in her 40s as a result of this. And I started delving around in diet. So like long story short, I ended up uh only eating meat, mm. which I think is also kind of what helped people start following me because they're like, what's this weird all beef woman? How long up did to? you do that for? I'm still on it. So And you literally only six eat six years. You only eat meat still? Yep. Talk me through a day's diet then. Uh, uh strip line. Strip line steak. That's so you wake it. up in the morning, what do you have for breakfast? Strip line. What do you have for lunch? Strip line. <laughs> what do you have for dinner? Sometimes strip line in soup. And dinner? Same? Yeah. So you have three. So she just eats steak. What the? That's a little bit crazy. <laughs> okay, that's uh. Um. I mean, they don't. They don't talk about that as a, as a legitimate diet. Where's she getting her? Okay. Cow's meat is rich in fat. So she's getting fat and protein. She's not eating any sugar. So she's basically on the keto diet if she's eating like that. Um, if she's not eating any bread and so on. Interesting. So I guess she has severe problems with inflammation. If Perhaps she has celiac disease. You guys tell me in the comments. Is that is that a thing? If If you... Eat bread. Can that cause rheumatoid arthritis if you have celiac disease? I, I don't I don't really know, guys. It's not it's not really my area of expertise. Alright, let's continue. Eat steaks a day. That's yeah, it. yeah. I would change it. I would change it if I could, but uh, as soon as I add anything back in, like there's still some underlying crazy autoimmune problems. Anytime I add anything back in, so I you get have no vegetables or anything? You just Nope. Nothing. Just a steak. Yeah. Do you have any sauce? No. <laughs> It's kind of fast. She has a terrible, boring diet that sounds lovely, but is actually... She's basically eating the worst kind of... Um, diet is the right word. It's a, it's a medical diet. She's literally only on that. That's kind of unreal. How long have you done this? Six years? Yeah. Six years in December. You look like you're bursting with good health. I mean, what do what the experts say about this? Uh, depends on the experts, but mostly, you know, you're you crazy. should have died by now is usually the reaction mm. I get. But do you oddly feel healthier than you've ever felt? Oh, my gosh. As a teenager, I told you, I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. And I'll bet she also, you know, eats in a calorie-restricted manner, right? Like, it's obvious that she doesn't just... Like, it's not like she's eating six steaks a day, you know, so she's, uh, you know, six steaks and a beer. She's probably eating, like, one piece of steak per day cut into three pieces, and that's it. Probably, right? To maintain her, you know, her body fat percentage. And I had my hip and ankle replaced. I couldn't walk. So, I mean, my baseline was nearly dead. Right. So, compared to that, I, I feel great. That's crazy. Do you anymore. like steak or are you now sick of it? If I had to live off of only one food, 
it would be New York strip loin. <laughs> so at least there's that, right? And if you go to a restaurant, you just have steak. Yeah, just with salt. Just with salt. Just with salt, That's yeah. it. I mean, I love a steak with salt, but three times go. a day, every day, seven days a week. The yeah. alternative is worse. You'd get bored. It's true. Yeah, it's really funny that what she's what she's saying. But I mean, again, for her, this is these are extraordinary circumstances, right? Like, that's insane to me. That I I'm curious actually to read about the symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis. Let's let's look it up. Let's let's look it up. Rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. Let's go to this Mayo Clinic website. Why not? Chronic inflammatory disorder that can affect more than just your joints. It can damage a wide variety of body systems. Uh, an autoimmune disorder. It occurs when your immune system mistakenly attacks your own body's tissues. Unlike the wear and tear damage of osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis affects the lining of your joints. Yup, which is why she had a replacement. Yup, causing a painful swelling that can eventually result in bone erosion and joint deformity. I mean, you heard she has a hip and, what is it, knee replacement? The inflammation associated is uh, can damage the other parts of the body, while new types of medications, uh, severe things can cause, okay. Signs and symptoms, tender, warm, swollen joints, joint stiffness that's worse in the mornings and after an activity, fatigue, fever, and loss of appetite. Early rheumatoid arthritis tends to affect your smaller joints first. As the disease progresses, they spread to the wrists, knees, ankles, elbows, hips, and shoulders. In most cases, symptoms occur in the same joints on both sides of your body. But 40% of people uh, experience symptoms that don't involve the joints. Skin, eyes, lungs, heart, kidneys, salivary glands, nerve tissue, bone marrow, blood vessels. Holy Lord. Periods of increased disease are called flares. Okay. Uh, normally, your immune system helps your body, uh, protects your body from infection and disease. In rheumatoid arthritis, your immune system attacks healthy tissues in your joints. Doctors don't know what starts this process, although a genetic component appears likely. Where your genes don't actually cause arthritis, they can make you more likely uh, react to environmental factors. Uh, women are more likely than men to develop it. It can occur at any age, but usually it begins in middle age. So she was, okay, complication increases your risk of a bunch of things. Abnormal body composition, fat to lean mass is higher. Even in those with normal BMI, carpal tunnel, uh-huh. Lymphoma. Okay. There you go. Crazy. So that's why. Do you drink alcohol? I do sometimes. If you can have a nice that, glass of that wine puts a bit of a skew on, on the diet because they're like, oh, you're, you can only eat meat, but mm. you can have some vodka. But uh, vodka doesn't seem to give me arthritis. So, Funny yeah. enough, ben, ben, that's actually insane. Ed Grills, the explorer, he, was a, he, he tried veganism for a while, then renounced it all, and now feels ashamed by it. And he's gone pretty well full on meat as well, I noticed. Meat and vodka? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually crazy. But by the way, guys, alcohol is basically sugar, right? So when you're drinking alcohol, it's not, it's not very different in chemical composition to sugar. It's ethanol, right? So um, sugar is glucose, C6H12O6. Like, um, it's like, a, you know, kind of a molecule that, that looks like a hexagon, like a, like a beehive kind of. And it's got, you know, alcohol groups in there, right? And ethanol is, is similar. I mean, it, it doesn't have a hexagonal structure. It's basically like a straight line with an alcohol group. So, but there you go. They, they, which explains why you get, you know, why you get fat when you drink alcohol. 
It's, it's effectively like you're drinking sugar, like you're drinking a fizzy drink. It's not, not very different. I mean, actually, glucose is a bigger molecule, but I digress. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> You'd have to, given the things that he does. Yeah. Um, so that's the story, and that's what really electrified people's interest in you. But since then, your opinions have also become things that people are following. Yeah, how would you, enough. How would you categorize yourself in terms of your position, for example, on things like masculinity? Where do you sit with that? Because I know what your dad does. I've interviewed him, obviously. Um, I don't think I'm quite as conservative as my dad, but I'm pretty conservative compared to All say. the average person. Uh, See my video, Michaela Peterson divorced. What a surprise for extra information. This whole trans debacle is really pushing me into, I don't know what, like a form of feminism or something. Mm. Just like, it's so insane that yes. I, like, I feel like I need to protect women, even though it, it's ma- basically women causing this. Mm. But uh, I don't know, view on masculinity. I, I think men are having a harder time, which is why people like Andrew Tate popped up. Uh, That's for sure. And people like my dad. Um, And there's no doubt, I mean, when I walk around, having interviewed both Jordan Peterson and Andrew Tate, the number of young boys, like late teens, early 20s, that come up to me about those interviews, months and months, sometimes a year later, and wanting to talk about them, uh, really curious what I thought of them and what I feel about that, it showed me there's a lot of young men who were wandering around... Directionless, yes, in 2023, of course. Kind of aimlessly, wanting direction. And they feel in fact that has always been the case. It's just before they used to have a good direction to go in. And nowadays in 2023, that isn't the case at all. Nowadays, you know, uh young boys are told just be yourself, and then they get destroyed, and the only men, like boys that are successful, that become, you know, successful men, literally ignore the the common cultural narrative. So it's a disaster right now. With your dad and with Andrew Tate and these others, that they feel like at least somebody is trying to understand them and to guide them. Indeed. Yeah, I'm, I'm so incredibly grateful for my dad. Uh, I don't know if I would have been able to figure out my health problems if I hadn't had him as a father, because mm. he basically told me I needed to fix my life. I couldn't use my health as, as an excuse, even though it was a legitimate excuse. And I think... Wow. It's almost like having a real father causes look 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 okay she is divorced and she is a single mother and she remarried and it's a her family situation is a disaster despite her parents being together for years and years but anyway having a father in the home led to a daughter that looks like this and takes care of herself like this and has this thinking pattern guys jordan said it himself the biggest predictor of um a child's lack of success is a lack of a father in the home. That's the greatest predictor of bad outcomes for boys. And I think for girls too. Basically, they say a father keeps a woman, like a, like a girl, off the pole and a boy out of jail. That's the, that's the adage. That's the, the expression. So keep that in mind, guys. All right, let's continue. I think people aren't told how to make plans with their lives. Like, hey, what's the goal you want to achieve? What are the steps you need to follow Mm. in order to get there? Just something as simple as that. And so I know people like my dad tell people how to do that, and it changes their lives because there they go. They have a plan, and then it works out. Why are so many young people anxious? 
What is this anxiety? Because a man or a boy, but by ex- extension, a man, you can't live your life without goals, without dreams, without aspirations, without working towards something. You, you can't live like that. If you try, all that happens is misery. You're not just going to be okay. You're going to be miserable and by extension, not just miserable, but miserable and alone. So, men need, a, a man is his mission. So, there you go. Anxiety epidemic about, do you think? Is uh, it dopamine from the constant sensory overload of stuff they see on their phones, or what is it? I'll bet that's part of it too. Well, I think it's multifaceted. I mean, the political atmosphere is a disaster. What disaster. You're being taught in, in schools a disaster. So, I mean, social media seems to be a disaster. So that's got to play yep, a role. Yep. And then there's no gender anymore mm. for any of these kids in school. That's got to be mentally confusing. And then I, I mean, I think there's a health crisis in America. I think I was one of the people that got hit by that. So I, I know that the health crisis is impacting people's It's probably exacerbated well. by the COVID pandemic. Oh, my it's gosh, se- yes. It separated people. It- yep, yep. It created a lot of loneliness, a lot yeah. of people. It made it worse, right? Yeah. Of course. Definitely. Without yeah, a doubt. It was a disaster, especially in Toronto. <laughs> Massive problems there. Right. But do young people also, have they developed a kind of inability to, to deal with normal life stuff? I mean, I sense that there is a problem there. It, just getting through day-to-day normal life. Well, again, a, a human being that's, that's less developed because they've spent two years stunted at home doing nothing effectively is not going to be as good as, uh, you know, a person that's gone through normal development, right, in, in our society. So, of course, this is without a doubt. It'll take some years for, you know, people to, to bounce back in resilience, as it were. That's for sure. Life. A lot of young people are struggling. Why? I don't think that they think they have control over anything. I don't think That's also true taught in school that they don't have control over the government they don't have control over their lives so if they're dealt a bad hand of cards then there's nothing they can do about it and then they get resentful and hopeless which is why people like my dad i think have, have gotten famous because it's like no you do have the power to change your life you just need to make a plan and you have to stick to that plan you have to work on it so i think i think it's people feeling lack of control over their destiny. That's for sure. Your dad got emotional with me, he cried quite openly, talking about the lost men, really, of our generation. Yep. Is he, is he very emotional at home when you... I, I feel awful for the, for the boys of this generation as well. I mean, people that, ha- that have gone through a developmental period during the, you know, I'm, I'm not going to mention it because of YouTube laws, but you, you know what I'm talking about. I feel horrible for them and ultimately my channel is for you guys to work on yourselves and to improve your lives effectively what i do is i just put news stories on right i just choose different videos that have a common theme and i talk back against the things that are lies that's all i really do right and the point is to help you to learn what are the lies so you can pick them out yourself so you can have more control of your life. That's that's what I'm really doing. I'm not doing anything crazy. And uh, you guys are totally capable of achieving what you what you like, but it requires a lot of a uh, a lot of work. Consistent long-term effort.
Okay, let's continue. He is exactly the same person yeah, on camera that. as he is at home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly be, the same. I mean, it must be, in a way, it must be quite exhausting, but also incredibly intellectually stimulating to be around someone like him. Uh, yeah. Genius. Yep, that's how it is. Yeah. I mean, we got taught about the, the psychological significance of the Bible when I was like seven. So that, that <laughs> was like go. dinner table talk. I had no idea that my dad was weird until I was like 24. <laughs> you see, he's not weird. weird. I mean, okay. If you're defining weird as not normal because he's super normal because of his high intellect, then you would be correct. That is true. He is not normal. But weird is is a rude way of, of uh, attacking your own father. I, I disagree. Don't, don't attack your father like that. Until I met him, I thought he was maybe weird or very controversial or whatever. I wasn't quite sure what I was going to meet. And when I met him, I didn't think any of those things. I thought he was unbelievably bright. Exactly. He really thought through these issues. Yep. He'd obviously been massively misunderstood or yeah. deliberately mischaracterized. Uh, that's for sure. And I felt, I came away thinking he's a force for good if people actually listen to what he says. Exactly. That's exactly right. If they listen to what he says. Yeah. But people like sound bites. They're so much easier to digest. Yeah. Yeah. For the Peterson clan then, what is life like now? I mean, you've come through this maelstrom of years of chaos and attention and fame and so on. Where have you washed up? We're still kind of in the middle of it, but I think we're more emotionally resilient. Mm. So when articles used to come out uh, about my dad, they used to hit him really hard, like a New York Times. Oh, they got used to it. Okay. This article would come out. You get used to anything, I guess. Somebody would come into our house, pretend to be all friendly, and then boom, this negative article. Mm. That was really hard. Every single time that happened, it was a catastrophe. And now we're not phased at all. He's not phased at all. So um, we've gotten used to it that way. Uh, but I don't think the controversy stopped. Mm. Like, where there's definitely more people. This is When you're popular, you will always have people that hate, hate on you, that, that dislike you. You will always have that. So... There's nothing you can do to stop people from disliking you. So there's no point in focusing any of your energy on that. People will dislike you no matter what you do. Whether you do good or whether you do bad, people will always hate. The more successful you become, the more hate. So ultimately, that's just how the way, like how the world works. This is one thing that's weird that happens when you have money is people come after you. I didn't realize mm. I'd heard about that. But I didn't realize that happened. So we were dealing with that in like four different ways. You mentioned politics earlier. I mean, what are your politics? Who are you going to vote for? Obviously, are you still a Canadian citizen? Or? Uh, yeah, so right, I so you can't don't vote even, We wouldn't vote for Trudeau, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. And Canada is King so woke, screwed. Right? Yeah, no, I moved. I moved out of Canada. I moved out of Canada in 2021 because... The downtown Toronto had been destroyed, and I thought, there's no way this isn't getting significantly mm. worse. And it is worse. I'm back this summer. It's much worse. So, yeah, Trudeau's definitely, no. Canada's screwed, I think, for the next 10 years. What do you think of the likes of Meghan and Harry, who position themselves as the priest and high priestess of, of wokery? Oh, I have never heard of this. We should, maybe, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should do a video on them. I had not heard this. I pretty much ignore those two. Hmm. Uh, what do I think of them? I don't think they're particularly bright and they're very famous. Sounds to me 
Like, Megan just took Harry for a ride, and now Harry is just doing whatever Megan says. Sounds to me like he's a puppet. He sounds like a weak man to me. It just... Okay, so what is it, Megan and Harry? I'm writing it down, guys. I, I had no idea. Okay, well, we'll look into that, guys. We'll expect that in the role at some point. Famous. Hmm. And so... And on. hugely privileged whilst moaning about their lies all the time. Indeed. So I don't yeah. think ever flies with the yeah. regular public, right? Yeah, precisely. What are the things, when you get up in the morning, and you've had your steak, <laughs> and then looking forward to your next steak, um, when you get up there, what are the things that really exercise you? What do you care most passionately about? Well, uh, my dad... Myself. Dad and I, and we have a team, well, we've been working on a, a project called Peterson Academy, mm. which is launching in November. I think that's probably my passion right now. And what's it really, at its essence, what's it about? Well, uh, I, I went to university. Mm. Uh, I, I took four years. I took two half degrees. And it was woke in 2012. Disaster. And so I was paying for courses that were taught through a feminist perspective, and it really pissed me off. And I know that the average university degree now in America costs students between $100,000 and $200,000. Mm. And it teaches them to hate their country, that they have no control over their lives, and doesn't set them up for jobs. Yup. That, that describes things perfectly. And so we thought, hey, we have access to the top professors across the world. Let's grab those. Let's film really high quality, like Netflix-like lectures. Mm. And let's give people access to a degree for $30 a month. Just flatten the education system. So we're hoping to reduce the price of a university degree by offering a general education degree that teaches people how to think and how to have intellectual conversations with anybody. So like history, politics. We, ha we even have a course on like how to address well, mm. to be taken seriously. Yeah. Just something that I hope everybody can access. And as you do, as your dad does. Thank you. Right? He's always immaculate as well. I learned from the best. You look smart. You dress smart. You, I think you, are, you, you behave smart, I think. Indeed. I, I can't argue with that. The only thing I can argue with is her, you know, her choices. Basically, she works for a dad. If a dad wasn't rich, she'd be a disaster. We already know this. Like... Luckily, she has a father that isn't trash, and uh, she's made some bad decisions, but they're not all bad decisions, right? But the divorce thing was a bad decision. And uh, the thing that she did with a kid, also a bad decision. Again, people can do things that are good and things that are bad at the same time. So, that's where I stand on that. All right. Let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, Tom M, and Bobby. Shoutouts to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. Go buy my books at bit.ly slash Shout Shoutouts to Curry Kid, most recent purchaser of Strategist Guide Seduction. Thank you. Uh, you can subscribe to my Patreon on patreon.com slash theheadiestblog. I already said it. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.